Welcome to the Veteran Founder Podcast on the Startup Radio Network. Starting a company allows you to be back in control. The weekly show that brings together military spouse and veteran founders who are doing remarkable things in the business world. I can't imagine there's anything out there stronger than the bond that military and veteran entrepreneurs have. We'll hear their story, the story of their business, and lessons learned. Joy can override the worries and depression. Here are your hosts, Cynthia Kale and Josh Carter. Welcome, everybody, to the Veteran Founder Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Carter. I am not joined this week, unfortunately, by Cynthia Kao, who normally joins me every week. Uh, we hope we see her back next week. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Every week, we bring in these amazing entrepreneurs that have one extra thing on their resume, and that is service to our country. And this week, I'm really thrilled because we get to talk to Army veteran, Apache pilot, Jay Sanderson, a veteran PCS. Welcome to the show, sir. Hey, Josh. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm I'm thrilled to talk to you. Um, you know, me being Navy, I won't hold it against you that you're Army. Yeah, right. uh, <laughs> it's fun every you know around you know the first week of December. We all have the Army Navy game, so we all That's get to right. give each other crap. But uh, it, it's just what I find really fascinating is your background to get from flying apache helicopters to <laughs> to doing this there's a lot to unpack there but let's start from the beginning what prompted you into going into the army yeah so i grew up in minnesota and um have, have a family history of military my grandfather uh served in the army he was in world war ii and then all of my uncles uh served in the military as well navy marine corps and army um, so grew up around it and, um, my dad actually flew airplanes, uh, when we were kids, my brother and I, Nice. um, so we're yeah, in and around airplanes and aviation and always thought it was really cool. And, um, my brother's older than I am. So, you know, I would, I was always kind of following in the footsteps and, and, uh, um, you know, interested in airplanes and military airplanes and, um, different things. So kind of grew up around that and, then, um, yeah. And then my brother ended up finding a program in, uh, for college. So ROTC up in North Dakota, university of North Dakota, and they had a program where you could, uh, go to school, um, with ROTC and get your pilot training paid for, um, all the way through your commercial helicopter license. And then have a, at the time it was, it was basically the only guaranteed flight slot um, in the army it was this small school in North Dakota. So, um, yeah, my brother had found that and, uh, you know, thought it was just a, the greatest program. And I was like, Hey, that's what I want to do as well. Uh, and yeah, that started in, uh, it was 2008 to 2012. So graduated and commissioned in, uh, 2012, nice. um, into army aviation. How, how long between the time that you signed up to the time you were up in the air in, in Apaches? Uh, let's see. So, I mean, it was, um, it was really a five year goal, you yeah. know, so at, uh, 18, 17, 18 years old, um, signing up for ROTC four years, um, and for this flight program. And I can't even remember what, you know, what it was. I think I'd probably seen a commercial or, um, <laughs> something, you know, where yeah, I yeah. saw the Apache and I was like, that's the one, like, that's so. the one I want to fly. Yeah. And, um, 
Yeah. And then five years later, I was at Fort Rucker and um, yeah, pulled pitch on uh, my first ever Apache flight. That's amazing. And, and when you, when you got into the army, you know, you, you had this lineage of military service, but what if anything surprised you once you got in? Is it, was there anything that really was, took you aback or, or that you were surprised by when you got into the army? Um, that's a great question. I mean, um, I think the, you know, one of the biggest things was, um, just the opportunities that were available, you know, that was surprising. Like you could really, um, there were so many different ways, you know, or different avenues to go in the military. You know, if you wanted to stay in aviation, if you wanted to, um, do broadening assignments in the future, if you wanted to change branches or, um, you know, there was just so much, yeah, really so much opportunity. Everybody kind of had their fit, um, and found out, you know, kind of where they, where they wanted to serve, I guess not everybody, but, Mm -hmm. um, that was, I mean, honestly, one of the biggest things I think it was that. And, and then, um, you know, diversity, obviously, you know, coming from Minnesota, um, you know, jumping right into the military was a culture shock that was, um, truly significant and just a great experience, you know, being able to serve alongside people from all kinds of different walks and backgrounds. You know, it's funny. We, we talk about it often on this show and, and people that have been in the military obviously know how diverse the military is, but you know, if you grew up like for me, I grew up in the San Francisco Bay area. So it was a melting pot and it didn't really surprise me, but I always found it. We, there was a gentleman who grew up in Arkansas, amazing got young kid. And, and I was drawn to him immediately. It's just the, his personality is but he'd never seen a white person before, like until he got to boot camp. Um, right. And it was just fascinating to me that those communities exist that are so siloed that uh, I, I wasn't expecting it growing up in a place like the Bay Area where it's just so diverse. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it's so cool that we we join a military that is as diverse, the most diverse employer in the United States. Absolutely. Hands down, Right. When you, when you finally got, first of all, did you get deployed? Were you, were you deployed anywhere? I was, yeah. So I kind of my, you know, time in service, I spent uh, a little over seven years um, active duty. So I moved, I think a total of nine times. Wow. Um, So it was, um, yeah, very fast paced. So it was Alabama for a year. Uh, That was for flight school. And then South Korea was my first duty station. That was for another year Um, from there. I had uh, been talking to the branch managers to figure out uh, the next unit that was deploying overseas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this was in 2014, um, 2013 and 14. And that's kind of when they were saying like, yeah, the war is ending and everybody's pulling out. And I was like, no, I, I have to get there. Like I signed up to deploy and to go overseas and to fly uh, in combat. And now they're shutting it down, like right before I, I get a chance. Yeah. Um, so I started talking to branch managers and ended up uh, finding my uh, way into Fort Bragg, uh, which was the next unit deploying over to Afghanistan and left Korea, um, got to Fort Bragg. And then a week later was on a plane to uh, Afghanistan with them on the deployment. So wow. um, that was in, yeah, that was 2014 to 15. Um, then back to Fort Bragg for another little over a year, um, Alabama for the career course. And then out to Colorado Springs um, to take command. Uh, spent only about nine months here, and then we did a, I think, a seven or eight month rotation over in Europe, um, and then came back to Colorado Springs, and then uh, finally transitioned out. So it was 
a lot of moving around and yeah. um, adventure. And yeah, it was, uh, I just, yeah, I loved it. When you, when you were thinking about, this is it for me, I'm ready to transition out. What was your mindset? Did you, did you go into the army thinking I'm going to stay in for a long time or, or did you want to just have the experience, do a little bit of time and then, and then transition out? Like talk a little bit about, about that mindset. Yeah, I really didn't know. Um, yeah. You know, like my, like most people, I would say, um, <clears throat> you know, joining and, you know, you kind of take it one job position at a time, one, sure. uh, um, yeah, one place at a time, one duty location. And, uh, you know, a few people, um, you know, mentors, I guess, in the, in the military or people that had decided to stay in, commanders and different things, they would usually just say like, hey, once you're, you know, as long as your heart is still in it, then you know, keep serving and, and keep, uh, um, you know, doing what you love. But, you know, when it, when it becomes, you know, something that your heart's not really into, or, um, you know, you're not having, you know, you really don't see yourself like truly enjoying it. Um, then, you know, it might be a better, better decision to transition out. So that always kind of stuck with me. Um, you know, instead of just making a commitment to say, okay, I'm just going to, you know, just stay in for 20 years. Um, you know, it was really like, okay, is this really something that I'm still passionate about? Is this something that, um, I'm still really enjoying? So mm. loved the leadership side, um, really fell in love with that. And, but, uh, yeah, after company command, you know, really had to kind of make that assessment of, okay, is this, is this kind of the turning point of either, you know, committing for the long haul of either, you know, 20 years and beyond, um, or, you know, transitioning out and finding something else. And, um, yeah, after company command, I was like, man, I just, I, I have, I loved, um, everything I did and, you know, with company command before staff time, really all of that. But, um, yeah, it was just kind of at a place in my life where I was like, man, I feel like, um, yeah, my heart's just been pulled to, to try something else and try something new and kind of see where, where life takes me. So, um, yeah, so I, I made the leap and, you know, said, okay, I think, you know, I think this is, uh, yeah, where my time ends in the military. Wow. And then when you transitioned out, what did you end up doing? Uh, so I did one of the internship programs, um, which is a phenomenal uh, program to transition into civilian life. So mm -hmm. actually allowed me to, uh, um, you know, work for a civilian company doing IT sales um, while I was still active duty for a few months before my ETS date. Okay. So I did that and, um, yeah, it was a great fit. I really enjoyed it. It was here in Colorado Springs, which is where I wanted to stay. I wanted to kind of build some roots and, um, stay in one place for a little bit longer than, you know, nine or 12 months. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I took that job and, uh, it was a great, you know, a great, uh, first job out of the military, um, allowed me to still work with a lot of soldiers on base as it was, um, an IT school that I was working for. So allow, you know, helping people get into it. So I was actually working with a lot of people still from, uh, the military, which is wow. nice. Nice. And then as you're going along this process in your civilian life, you decide at some point you're going to become an entrepreneur. What talk, talk us through that decision for yourself. You know, honestly started pretty young, um, was always very entrepreneurial minded and driven. Um, you know, never really had an idea of my own, um, per se, had kind of small ideas here and there, but really nothing that, um, yeah, took off or took shape or, um, anything to like really run with that was like my idea or anything like that. So, mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So I, I ended up, uh, was always uh, pretty interested in real estate. Um, never really did anything with it, you know, just had read some, you know, books and things like that, but never did any buying or selling or investing or anything, but um, ended up getting my real estate license during the pandemic, hmm. you know, so working from home and stuff, I was like, man, I just, I don't know, maybe I'll just get my real estate license and um, that could be something, you know, kind of a fun new challenge and see where that goes. And maybe that will lead to something else. And, um, but we really always had the desire to build something of my own, to create something, to run with something. Um, and yeah, shortly after getting my real estate license is kind of where this whole veteran PCS idea uh, came to be. Yeah. So talk about that idea. I mean, what you obviously moved a lot, you know, that PCSing is, you know, you're changing duty stations. So you, you obviously went through this quite a bit in your, your career. So talk a little bit about why, I mean, what, what prompted you to, to want to start this business? Yeah, it was, uh, it was kind of funny how it all came together. Um, it was just, I mean, honestly, a few weeks after getting my license and trying to figure out how to, how to be a real estate agent um, as a veteran um, with, you know, in Colorado Springs, there's, I think over or close to or over 4,500 agents um, just in Colorado Springs. Um, and I'm sure a huge portion of that are, are veterans um, and military spouses and stuff. So it's, it's not like you're anything really different or have a different, um, you know, niche in the market or something like that here. So as a, you know, an independent agent, um, you know, I wasn't paying for leads anywhere or a part of a team, you know, that would get leads or anything like that. It was just mm -hmm. kind of on your own. Um, and was thinking through like, man, like how do you get in touch with people when they get orders right. to move somewhere? Because, you know, by the time they're already out here, well, they've already found, you know, a real estate agent to work with. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I was, yeah, I was just trying to figure that, that piece out. Um, and also was trying to think like, man, like, what did I do when I moved? I didn't do, I never heard of anything. I never heard of any websites to go to. I mean, in my seven years and, and, um, maybe other people did, but I was like, man, I never heard of anything that was like a simple resource or something like that to go to when you, when you move, right. it's usually try to find a friend or go to Google or Zillow or, you know, a Facebook group or something like that. But, um, and yeah, the idea just kind of came to head. I was like, man, why isn't there just a website that just simply features and just shows agents who are either veterans or military spouses who are now working as agents at all of these, you know, different cities and bases, um, you know, for any service, not just the army. Right. Um, and I was like, surely like there's gotta be, you know, hundreds of websites like this, um, and there's a, there's a lot of different variants out there, but nothing quite like veteran PCS. Um, so yeah, it really just, you know, as I kind of did more and more market research, I was like, man, I think, uh, I was talking to the brokerage, um, owner, I'm with a Remax office out here and, and, uh, Daryl's his name. I was talking to him. I was like, man, I think I'm going to, I think I should like try to build this, this website. And he was like, you should do it. And that was it. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do it. He was like, okay. Well then do it. <laughs> I was like, okay. So did you know uh, how yeah. to build a website at that point or is that no, something like 
Oh, nice. So uh, talk a little bit yes. about how you were able to figure out that piece of it. Cause that seems like a, you know, a pretty substantial part of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It came together rather quickly, honestly. Um, you know, it's July, uh, right now, 2021, this idea just kind of, you know, came together in November of, wow. uh, 2020. Um, and then started talking to a couple different friends about it and some family members. And they're like, well, that's a great idea. Um, and, well, one of my good friends, Sean, he's, uh, actually helps, you know, now with, uh, with the website, he's the, uh, the COO of the whole, you know, of the whole, uh, website and everything. Mm-hmm. He had a, a friend that, um, him and his dad owned a web development company. And so I interviewed a few different, you know, people and talked to a few different people about like, how do you even build a website? Mm-hmm. Um, what I was trying to build with this website was a lot more robust than just, a kind of a DIY builder. Um, and yeah, ended up, you know, finding a great, yeah, great guy. He's a a veteran as well. Um, and he, you know, he helped with the entire website build, which is awesome. That's amazing. Talk a little bit about the mission behind veteranpcs.com Cause I think a lot of, a lot of companies when they start, they're really struggling with, you know, how, how do I, where do I find my target audience? How do I define what it is that's important to me, my value structure? But talk a little bit about that. Like what, what was important that people understood that was important to you growing this business or building this business? Yeah, it, um, you know, honestly, it really comes down to like truly just adding value without any strings attached or false motives. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of the biggest things that is, um, has been strangely surprising, I think, to other people as I've talked to them about the website or different agents. Um, so it, it it is it's not designed as a as a uh, a profit making machine, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it's it's designed to serve veteran and military spouse agents, and then to serve military families, um, and then to serve the veteran nonprofit community by giving back. Um, you know, obviously have, you know, profit in mind just to make sure that the business continues to run and operate, but it's not designed around, okay, how can I create, you know, the most cash flow from this system? Um, it's really like, what's the best way to serve, you know, to serve people like me mm. that, you know, is like a brand new agent trying to figure out, you know, how to start a business and get clients and stuff like that um, in a, a market to where, Sometimes, you know, some of these websites out there cost over $10,000 a month for just a single zip code right? in Colorado Springs just to get leads from, you know, a certain zip code. Um, Or over, you know, some people I talked to have, uh, you know, paid over $600 a phone call for Mm. just a lead phone call. Um, So I was like, well, this is, this website's not going to cost anything unless somebody actually makes money from the site. Mm-hmm. So kind of the way that the entire thing works is that it's, it doesn't have any monthly or yearly fees or marketing fees or anything like that. Um, it's free for the veterans and military spouses to be listed on there. Mm-hmm. Um, you can actually see their face and, and read a little bit of a, a bio about them. Um, and then it's, uh, it works just off of a, a normal um, referral system. So when a client does connect with an agent through the website, um, there's a normal, you know, referral basis off of that, that commission from closing. Um, 
and part of that, a good chunk of that goes back to the service member. Mm. So it's kind of a way of the service members being able to add value and serve these veteran and military spouses and support veteran and military spouse businesses. Um, and also a way for veterans and military spouses to, you know, obviously continue to serve military families um, without having to pay for services or leads or anything like that. That's amazing. Talk a little bit about what you've taken from the military that you think has helped you grow this business. Yeah, honestly, it's been um, the like communication and networking um, has been, I mean, honestly, the, the biggest part about it has just been sharing ideas with people and talking to people, um, being genuine and authentic and, you know, really just aiming to create a good, honest, decent website. Mm. Um, and you know, the more that you talk to people and just share your ideas with them, um, you know, there's a lot of risk in that, obviously when a, a an idea is new, um, you know, risk of people taking that idea or, um, you know, building something, you know, with that idea, um, <laughs> as you know, a small veteran startup guy like me, but, um, yeah, I honestly just kind of trusted people. I was like, well, I'm just going to share this idea with, you know, all these different agents and see if people are interested in being a part of a website like this. And hopefully nobody steals my idea and like kind of, you know, cuts me mm -hmm. out of the picture. But, um, you know, I guess that's just kind of, I guess we'll just take it as a cop. So, yeah. um, yeah. So just being very real and authentic with people and sharing, you know, kind of the dream and the vision of this this website and listening to people, you know, listening to these agents and, Hey, like what programs have you seen out there? And, um, you know, kind of like what you do in the military, like you have to listen to your, to your people, leaders are, are listeners. Um, great leaders are great listeners. So listening to people and figuring out what's going on or what complaints are with the industry or the market, um, was a huge thing that I had kind of brought from the military. In. Nice. And, and just like the military, what do you think surprised you about, you know, this, this process for you, this becoming an entrepreneur and, and growing this, I know it hasn't been very long, but I mean, what have, what surprised you about it so far? Um, man, honestly, one of the su most surprising things has been, um, like, uh, I would say that, yeah, one of the biggest things has been the, the, the nature to try to make it more profit bearing mm. um, from different brokerages, sometimes agents, you know, as I've shared the idea with people, they're like, well, you should charge, you know, you should charge monthly fees, you know, mm. then you can make, you can make more money. And I'd say, well, I'm not trying to make more money. Right. Like that's no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. It's, this is, that's not why I built it. That's not how I built it. That's not who I built it for, you know? And, um, that's been one of the most surprising things is where, um, yeah, that it's just, it's a, a lot of advice and stuff that people have, um, given me has been, you know, around how to, you know, make it more profitable right? or, uh, um, yeah, create more streams of income. And I'm not interested in that. I just want, it's a, a good, honest, decent website that people are excited about that people can get behind, um, that people want to promote. And I think, you know, when you really don't have false motives or strings attached or anything like that, um, uh, it's been surprising how much the agents have, you know, there's, 
I mean, I started talking to agents and then they shared it with other agents. And, you know, we got up to 70 agents on the site within wow. just a couple of months. And then after launching, um, you know, we've got over a hundred agents now on there. Um, so it's nice. people have just been kind of spreading the word and sharing it with other people. And that's my hope for the future you know, yeah. is to stick with that principle. That's amazing. Uh, again, I mean, you, this is not something that's been around for years and years, but what do you? Th- what are some of the lessons that you've learned along the way so far? That maybe, you know, you've you've would have done something differently, or you wish you would have known it before you got into this particular part of it. What's some? What are some of the lessons uh, that you've taken away so far? Um, you know, one of the biggest things has been, you know, finding the right, you know, finding the right people to be on your, you know, on your team. Right. Um, that's you know, I've been. Uh, so incredibly blessed with the two people that have, that have helped me out with this, uh, website the most. So Sean major, uh, one of my good friends, he lives out in Hawaii now. Um, also very entrepreneurial, but you know, he was one of the first guys that I called when I had this idea and he was like, this is awesome. I want to be a part of it. And, um, Sean and I are, are very, very different where he is very analytical, um, very timely mm-hmm. and, uh, structured and organized and, uh, detail oriented. And I am more of the people person and communicator. Um, I can cast a vision and I can talk to people and network and, um, and do all that. So, you know, having him on, on board, um, has been a, just, yeah, a huge blessing. And then Stephanie Camfield, um, is actually a military spouse. Um, her husband uh, went to college with, you know, with us in the military. He was also a, an army helicopter pilot um, and she's a graphic designer. So all of these things that I do not know how to do um, and finding the right people that enjoy doing those things and are very, very skilled at doing those. So mm. I don't know how to build a website. I'm not going to take a year to try to figure out how to website or how to build a website. I would rather pay, you know, a, a large, you know, a good amount of money sure. uh, to somebody that really enjoys that and has a passion for that because they're going to do so much of a better job than I would. Yeah. Um, so finding people that you know operate in these strengths um, has been, yeah, just a huge gift. You know, with social media and graphics and advertising and the website development and the back end web web support and um, attorneys and CRM de- developers and it's just been finding the right people. Um, and sometimes I've, you know, found people that I've had to change, you know, where I've worked with a few people. I'm like, okay, this is just not cutting it. And I need to, you know, I need to basically drop this partnership here and find somebody new. And, uh, when I did that with our, like our CRM database, the whole thing just completely took off and came together. That's amazing. Um, you know, we talk a lot about, the future of, of businesses and, and where people see their business going. This is so new. I, I can't imagine you have a thought about where you see this going in five or 10 years, but what, what do you hope aspirationally this becomes? Yeah, actually um, I have so many thoughts on that. That's uh, futuristic <laughs> is one of my top five strengths. So I'm, you know, constantly dreaming and thinking and trying to find new ways to, um, you know, to kind of take the website in the future. So, um, so right now, you know, it's, it's, uh, we're, we just launched in April. So we're three months in, um, to launching and it's been, uh, 
yeah, it's just, it's been fun and a crazy venture so far. Um, but still just focusing on agents and families right now. Um, we would like to incorporate mortgage lending in the future. So helping people find a good mortgage lender that can help them with their VA loan, that can educate them on their VA loan and keep it still on that same principle of veterans and military spouses who are now working as, you know, mortgage loan originators. Mm -hmm. Um, and being able to make those connections. So, um, incorporating other veteran businesses is, is one of the main things I would love to be able to have a, like a community forum or something like that integrated into the pages where somebody moving to Colorado Springs can look up, um, you know, almost a, yeah, a forum or a, a list of, Hey, here's some links on the schools in the area. Here's a list on, you know, floodplains, or here's a list on, um, or a website to go to for great activities to do with your kids, or here's, you know, other veteran businesses in the area, um, that, you know, uh, that you can go and support when you get into town and help people, you know, really create a sense of home. That's mm -hmm. the, you know, the, the biggest vision of the entire thing is, is, you know, how do you help that sense of, of, of home, you know, and I think, um, a lot of, you know, a lot of agents who have lived the military lifestyle and who have personally PCS, there's just a different level of connection with somebody that's done it personally. So, um, you know, not saying that, that people that haven't served aren't, you know, great agents or don't know how to take care of people. I'm not saying that at all, but there's just a different level of, of community, uh, right. when you're working with people that have, um, you know, lived that lifestyle. Yeah. So, yeah. So we'd like to, um, incorporate that in the future. I would love to be able to hire, um, military spouses. That's, you know, one of the things in the next couple of years as there's enough, you know, when there's enough leads and, and people going through the website to connect with an agent, um, you know, there's kind of a whole process there because, you know, you can get anywhere from 200 to $4,000 now back on your, on your move as a bonus. Wow. Um, and all of that is, you know, like tracking all these, these moves and all these people is really remote work. So I would yeah. love to be able to hire military spouses, you know, stay at home moms, um, that, you know, don't have a lot of options for, you know, working, but they have a few hours a day when the kids are napping or at school or something where they can make a few phone calls to other military moms that are moving and see how their move is going, see if they need any help. Um, and then, you know, just track their progress through this website so we can cut them, you know, their cash bonus. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's one of the goals for, you know, hopefully a couple years down the road. Yeah. Um, to be able to incorporate that into the website also. That's amazing. I mean, we've, we've mentioned the website several times, veteranpcs.com, but where can people find you online? Um, honestly, so, I mean, just, yeah, regular social media, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn and, um, Instagram, you know, is, is, uh, yeah. you know, it's just my, yeah, kind of the normal stuff for me. That's just my, you know, kind of personal life on there. Um, which is, you know, obviously open and transparent to people and, um, but yeah, otherwise veteran PCS is, is, uh, yeah, it's kind of the big, um, yeah, the big push right now where it. it's just a very personal, yeah, kind of business. So you see a lot of, um, the advertisements and videos are, our friends, our family members are, you know, real people. They're not actors. They're, um, actually, you know, military families yes. and friends and, um, people that have either moved or are currently moving, um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's where you can find me. 
Very cool. Jason, I, I really appreciate you coming on and telling your story. Good luck to, to you and, and the best to, to you and your team. Um, VeteranPCS.com for those that are interested in checking it out. Um, so appreciate you coming on. Awesome. Thanks, Josh. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. Well, you can listen to us at the startupradionetwork.com or wherever you find podcasts. Listen uh, every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific on startupradionetwork.com. Listen, learn, get stuff done. We'll see you guys next time. You're listening to the Startup Radio Network. Listen, learn, launch. 10% of our gross revenue goes directly to women entrepreneurs in developing countries around the world through Kiva's microfinance program.